Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about Game of Thrones, Kesha's grand return to music, Inside Amy Schumer, Barbershop, The Green Room, and Mother's Day. With me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. Is that little mama? Who is, what is that? That's Naomi Campbell. Oh, that's why it says Sam Naomi. I didn't think. Um, hi. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm on Instagram. I'm like, what? Hi. Okay, so I guess we'll start. (laughs) So we'll start with Game of Thrones. Adrian loves Game of Thrones. Nah. I think Game of Thrones is in line with The Walking Dead as, like, highly overrated. But it is interesting to me that a cable show has that large of an audience in the world. How many viewers does it have? Well, it's the HBO doesn't really... Nobody really counts live viewers anymore mm-hmm. as much, but it, this season was the biggest ever. So it's the third highest rated show on TV after live plus seven day viewers. Behind to who and who? The Walking Dead and... Scorpion. I think Big Bang Theory still. Those are all terrible shows. You like Game of Thrones? I like Game of Thrones. I you like to the know. the first three seasons in a row. I think you like to know. I was really into that. I think you like to know. I don't think you oh, like, you like the to show. be in the no. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Um, like Twilight. I didn't go see this because I wanted to see them. I wanted to see them because I didn't want to not be a part of something. Twilight's good. Can I get a sip of that? Yeah. It's a little old. Um, so, the season returned. It was ridiculously a boring episode mm-hmm. it was like the definition of a show where it was like here's this character and here's where they've been right like i was just watching the first episode of the uh housewives of new york this yeah. season and they spend like half the episode saying what'd you do this summer yeah and it was basically the exact same thing but more interesting it's like let's catch up with all these people but that's interesting because eh. it's also, real john snow is not dead he's, no, and he's supposed to be dead or whatever he's like dead on the table and they spent the whole episode sort of dancing around that. And I'm like, can they just bring him back and we move forward with the story? Like, I don't think I need weeks where they're sort of, you know, Pandering finding a around. cool way to, like, bring him back. I'm like, just have him pop back up and go, <gasps> and then we'll move on. That'll be the end of the season. Really? A whole season of his dead body? They are now officially past the books. Yeah, this whole season. So, so nobody just, knows what's happening. Exactly. Do you but like that or do you not writing like that? the show? I don't think so. Or he's just like a, what do you call it? A consultant. Yeah. Do you like? He's getting a check. That's what I know. He's richer than rich. But those books were popular before. Oh, yeah. Like Harry Potter popular? No. Yeah. No. Uh, I don't know. I'm not I'm not a book person, so I don't know. You are. You're not no, that I mean, type of book. I don't know book. numbers about books. You don't read that's fiction. As okay. Patrick once said. Anyway. Yeah, that's Game of Thrones. Next we're going to talk about Kesha. So, Kesha's back with a new song. It's a re it's a reissue of a song on Zed CD called True Colors. Cindy Lauper? Huh? Oh yeah. True you remember the end of Sex of City? Colors. I cry. Colors. I just now think of Glee. Tina on Glee sing True Colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I ever hear. This song is okay. Yeah, I will say this. For it to be her grand triumphant return, right. I wish it would have been like a jam. Like a Like, like a, that Rihanna Calvin Harris song is more of a jam. Oh, yeah. Even though good. it's just okay. Yeah. 
But I don't know. I when people I we've said this many times on this podcast, and I'll say it again. If you're gonna take a break and come back, you got to come back strong. I don't want to hear like a thud song, like when Ariana Grande came back with Focus. Awful. It's like that's that's not good. Yeah, it's just not good. It's just okay. Right. Also, it didn't sell that well. Kesha's song hasn't been selling that well. It's like in the 20s on iTunes and it's only been out for a couple days. Which is interesting to me because when Kesha was in her unable to, you know, release yeah. music. Oh, yeah, I guess. The whole yeah. world was like talking, talking about, about, oh my gosh, we missed Kesha. But in her She's heyday, amazing. were her songs number one instantly? Oh, yeah, top ten. They would never, never linger around lower song, than that. Yeah. yeah. Her new single not been in the top ten immediately. So it's two. It's, I think there's two sides to it. Number one, there's a quality issue. Yes, that's why it's not selling that well. And also, eh, I just don't really know if anybody's like dying for Kesha to be back. No. Mm-mm. You know what killed it for me when Adele was on stage. She said, "This is me publicly supporting Kesha," and she walked off. I was like, "Who cares?" Adele announced her new single this week, which is. Send my love to my new love. Are you kidding? No, I knew it would be because it's the only upbeat song on the CD. She's Water Under the kids. Bridge. Yeah, but it's the summer. And Lemonade was number one. Well, duh. Duh. Well, I didn't know because if it was all streaming for like this nonsense oh, yeah, for like three no, days. It was on iTunes long enough. Beyonce wants hits and number ones and album sales and all that she's not like all these other title fools and she all every like single drake, one of her albums was number drake's one bff with all those people yeah uh jay-z and all them and beyonce and rihanna and that whole world his stuff ain't ever a title exclusive no it's always it's exclusive. always on i on itunes he helped launch apple music yeah that's what i'm saying he knows uh um, he's not dumb what did i just say oh she had six number one albums yeah i can hear the fire alarm going off in this I'm sorry. And the window's closed. Luckily it turned off. So, yeah, we're all good. <laughs> Our um, fire alarm goes off once a day. Literally. Somebody's in this times. building. I just remember getting sugar cookies. Mm. Mm, let's get through this. Um, <laughs> we also probably should have talked about Drake, but, like, we don't listen to Drake. Didn't listen to Drake. I listened to, like, song. six songs of it today with Sydney at work. Great. Like, that's all. <laughs> it just isn't I like the album me. cover. I don't know that I've even seen that. It's like him photoshopped on the top of that Toronto, like, Space Needle. Like, just really, really small. So it's, like, this far out. And he's and just sitting it's, up there. And he's just sitting like... Do you want me to show it to you really quick? Yeah. You go, Drake. He, I cannot believe one. he's famous. That is mind-boggling to me. I like that one dance song. Which one? That's how... I don't know how it goes. I mean, I can't sing it to you because it's not really... There's not really a good tune. It's interesting to me that he sings so much, like sing kind of raps, because he doesn't actually have a good voice. I can't imagine what a concert of his would be like, where he sort of drones on, right. off key. Right. Or is it just they'd like sort of play it? Where are you at? That's funny. That is funny, right? That's and he's in funny. like a fur coat. I like it. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go sit through his concert. Yeah. Also, it's sold out, so bye. Um, so, next we're going to talk about Inside Amy Schumer. We watched we it. We watched the first episode. This is probably the third chance I've given. And I'd say one, two, three strikes out at this ball game. So, you're no longer interested. It was I, just okay. Here's the thing. I don't doubt that Amy Schumer is very funny. She is. I don't doubt that there is an audience for that type of show. There is. 
It's just not my kind of thing. Which is fine. It's like the Saturday Night Live skits that I like to skip through. That's, yeah. it's like an endless parade of Yeah, them. there's like one in an hour show. I like, the thing I like slash hate about it is that Amy Schumer is not an actress. She's a comedian. And she has, like, so basically all these characters, I'm using air quotes, yeah. that she does on her show are just her saying different lines. She's, you know what I mean? She's not, like, putting on, like, a voice or, like, or, I mean, she is, but you know what I mean? She's not, like, getting deep into the character and creating these things. It's just basically Amy Schumer with, like, a pirate's wig on, like, saying, talking about her UTI in another setting. Mm -hmm. It's, like, basically her stand-up just formed into sketches or whatever. And I give her credit for being able to string that into an hour sketch show. Is it an hour? Or 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah. But I also, I'm like... This you know what killed me? Format, I think the cutaways, like her in a bar, oh, like talking yeah. with her friends. I don't like that. Yeah. If it's a sketch comedy show, make it a sketch comedy show. Yeah. It's not stand up. You know, I that yeah. I don't like. She sort of balances that line that Chelsea Handler used to balance mm-hmm. when she had her uh, show before Chelsea Lately, mm-hmm. where she did like little sketches and stuff. She was basically Chelsea Handler, but she would like go and interview real people. Mm-hmm. But then she would do like speed dating and stuff like that. So it was sort of, and I liked that more because at least she was being the TV version of herself, herself, right? Instead of like I don't, I just don't need Amy Schumer like in a Game of Thrones outfit. Right. It's like it's uh, it's funny on Instagram where you see a picture and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so funny. Exactly. Then when you watch like a full like four something minutes, that's like yeah. written out. Also, one other thing about her, I think it's so funny. She's on the cover of the Vanity Fair issue about mm-hmm. sisters, mm-hmm. and it's just her. <laughs> like, where's her sister? Her sister, obviously, is dumped on the side of the road. No, she's in it. Like, the whole magazine's about famous sisters or whatever. Yeah. Like, sister teams like Rashida Jones and her sister that I didn't know existed is in there. Yeah. And and other people. And Amy Schumer and her sister. And the other picture on the inside is of both of them. But it's just weird that the cover is, like, just her. And it's, like, sisters. Yeah, of course. She's uh, the famous one. I know, but it's, like, uh, whatever. Anyway, I don't know. I just can't get into it. I'm curious to see what her next movie is going to be like. I also am curious to see how long this is. Here's my real question. Key and Peele did well. And canceled. But why was it canceled? Because they didn't want to do it anymore or because it wasn't doing well? Don't know. Because like in my mind, it was so critically acclaimed. It was. Uh, it was like a Peabody. Something, something Peele, whatever that guy's name is. Yeah. He got nominated last year, mm-hmm. and he was on the front runners thing for it this year too. Mm-hmm. So, what's his name? Keegan Michael Peel? Mm-hmm. Is that it? I think so. What is Key not good? <laughs> Why I is don't he know. not nominated? I, have no I would idea. cry. You know they're both from Mad TV. Yeah, you remember? I remember. Oh, love Mad TV. They're bringing it back. I know. Can't I hope wait. Miss Swan's on there. Oh yeah, Alex Porcy. Of and course. Let's just face the tall guy is Stewart. My, he's he, like Stewart. Yeah, oh yeah, he's in uh, the uh, Spy and the Boss. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll uh, see. Yeah, Keanu. That's my goober of life. <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay. Next, we're gonna... We saw three... We saw a lot of movies this week. Like five. So, we're gonna quickly go through them. We'll start with Barbershop. Which I didn't, didn't see. see. Barbershop, the next cut. A.K.A. Barbershop 3. The AKA third one. Beauty Shop is one of them, so I would say probably Barbershop 4. Did you see Beauty Shop? That's just women? With Queen Latifah and Kevin Bacon. Is Queen Latifah in this one? <laughs> no. She knew when to get out. Um, so Barbershop, the next guy, is basically 
about all the race issues that are going on in the in the world. Right. Set in the barbershop storyline. I thought it was a valiant effort to tackle a very heavy subject. Yeah. I don't know that barbershop is the right format for that. Mm-hmm. However, those are all good actors and like great movie stars and like so it was like they they were great and told the story to the best of their ability. Yeah. Um but eh eh it just the the first of all just because it's a heavy issue doesn't mean that the writing was necessarily very good. There were still right. a lot of writing issues. Also, it's hard to have this like movie about gang violence and like racial issues and all that stuff and then have a like silly storyline where like Anthony Anderson's selling chicken for like a fake nonprofit, and then like Nicki Minaj is trying to sleep with Common and like it's who's married yeah yeah it's like it eh, it was like there I know it's a movie and they have to fill a full two it was two hours that's too long um yeah but it was just okay should there be another one maybe should I see it I think you should just see the first one for, I've seen I mean, it. for you. I don't think you should keep going. It has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is unreal. And the whole time, that's all I kept thinking. I almost wish I didn't know that they had that. Because yeah. it is not deserving of such a thing. Right. Um, I'll wait for DVD. But Nicki Minaj, I love. And I really wish she would get her own movie. Where, I don't know, the, the storyline would need to be something mm-hmm. where it's like... I'm um, trying to think. Like a Miss Congeniality kind of movie. Mm. Obviously a little sillier than Miss Congeniality, mm. but like, uh, or like Legally Blonde. Can she act? Yeah. I think, I mean, if she acts her entire life, it's all f- so fake. Her whole thing is so put on. Yeah. So, it's like Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is sort of acting 24 hours a day. So, her being an actress in a show, I think, is a natural, like, move. Maybe. Nicki Minaj has such a personality. I think it makes sense for her to be in movies. We'll see what I'm happens. I'm curious to see if she's going to keep being, like, the sidekick or, like, the, like, third from the left. But they sure put her on the front and center in the poster. Duh, she's famous. Absolutely. I'll pass. Um, okay, so next we're going to talk about the Green Room. Green Room is, uh, I don't know if you'd classify it as a horror movie. You said last night it was. I'd say it's a like um, it's a thriller for sure. Thriller. It's like a it's like a uh, like a standoff movie. Yeah. You know what I mean. So my phone is like vibrating like nobody's business. Tell your friends you'll message them on Instagram at another time. <laughs> um, so basically, it's a movie about this band mm-hmm. that is playing a show. And their show gets canceled. So they're, the guy who scheduled the show sends them to another show mm-hmm. in like a Nazi neighborhood. Yes. It's like a, it's like a, um, it's like a hidden like club basically yeah. that is, is visited by white power people. Exactly. It's, uh, it starts a lot of people that you would recognize, but most of them I can't remember their names. Patrick Stewart was in it, a.k.a. Star Trek Patrick Stewart. A.k.a. Uh, Professor X. Yeah, oh yeah. He was fantastic. Anton Yelchin. Anton Yelchin. Star Trek. Yeah. Like Crazy. Yeah. Charlie and Bartlett. that other, what do you call it, new movie with Julia and George Clooney. He's not in that. Isn't he the thug that like no, goes and says, No, that's Jack O'Connell. I get them confused. Is Jack O'Connell the one that was in Angelina's movie? Yes. Okay. 
Um, okay, so these people, they go to this Nazi neighborhood, they play a show, and then they witness a murder. Correct. And so it's about them trying to get out of the club. And basically being held hostage. And being held hostage in the club. Because they've witnessed this thing. It's a nail biter. It's like you sit on the edge of sea. Very basically. intense. Yeah. Very gory. Yeah. I appreciated it a lot because it was just so unique and mm-hmm. different. And you don't see a lot of movies anymore where things are done sort of in real time. Exactly. Which I always really like. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I right. like movies that sort of happen like, even though obviously it happened like 12 hours in the movie. Yeah. You still saw the major highlights that happened exactly in like right. a day. You're seeing it unfold. Whereas most movies, you know, six months pass and they get like a weird haircut. Yeah. And they're like, look how time has passed. Right. Um... But I, yeah, I thought all the acting was incredible. Oh my it gosh, definitely yeah. held your attention from beginning to, to finish. And yeah, I it's really it, beautiful too. Yeah, like just oh, visual. Oh my movie. god, it's insane. Yeah, a lot of blood though. Oh yeah, I wasn't prepared. Also, if you don't, if you have a fear of dogs like I do, we had a dog adoption event at work today, and everybody kept the people kept saying, "Oh, don't you want to hold the dog?" Me and you I walked mean, out there. They're like snapping at each other. Yeah, like, I was who like, would why want, would I want to hold the dog? Ew. Anyways, go see this movie. I saw it four times. That I don't like that you want to put your mind through that four times. It's fascinating, and you learn something new every time. There's yeah. so, there are oh, so I many agree. little things that you learn about the. I mean, it's amazing. One Absolutely. of the best movies I've seen. And your whole life. This year. Oh. Okay. Have you seen Edward Scissorhands? <laughs> um, okay, so next we're gonna talk about Mother's Day. Yes. First of all, Mother's Day is the best movie of the year. No. Um, it starts Kay Hudson, Jennifer Aniston, Julia Roberts, and Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. It's about and Lonnie Love. Mother's Day. I tweeted to her and she favorited it. Oh, what did you say? I said, Lonnie Love, you are incredible on Mother's Day. I, uh, you're going to be one of the biggest movie stars of all time, or something stupid like that. <laughs> Oh, and her whole part was trying to get out of a chair. Literally, that was the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> I um, was dying. You looked at me like I was an animal. I was obsessed. So it's <laughs> if you saw Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve, I would say it's actually probably a little bit better than those. Yeah, Valentine's Day I actually thought was a cute movie. Didn't see that one. Uh, did you see New York? I love you. Yeah, I love it. Did you it. see Time? Love it. It's sort of like that, but where like all the stories lead yeah. up to one. Yeah, Valentine's Day I thought was pretty good. New Year's Eve was like a shtick of Valentine's Day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Sarah Jessica Parker was in it, so I was okay with it. Yeah. This, obviously, first of all, Julia Roberts in it. I would watch her sand a piece of wood. Like, I just She's love good. Her. She's good. And that's the thing is, all three of those women yeah. are like the most watchable humans yeah. on earth. Get Sandra Bullock in that movie, and you'd never need to have another movie. Like... It I just, wouldn't go that far. You know what I mean, though. Like, you just want to root for these people. Well, yes, I agree. Julia Roberts, there's just something about sitting her, like, seeing her smile yeah. to me. Some people find her so grating and irritating. And I don't... Which I, I can see. And I can see, but I don't get it. I love her. I think she's just mesmerizing. Even this movie where she had a terrible haircut, of course, that's all anybody who doesn't see the movie is going to say. Is her, her wig. Hair. Yeah, that means you just aren't paying attention and you have no soul. Um, but she was great. Yeah, I the movie that. was cute. That's was, exactly how I'd, if it. It was want, a perfectly like, a cute, cute movie. Turn off your mind, kind of movie. Yeah, go see it. If you don't, don't. It almost seems fake. The it way it's like put together. Oh yeah, it's like this isn't real almost. You know what I mean? But it is. It's it's real. It's right there in front of you. Exactly. If Keanu is real, this is real. Oh yeah. 
Can I add in one more movie? Yeah. Or what was there another one? Well, you were going to say Viva, but I haven't seen Viva yet. I didn't see Barbershop. I know, but you always let me talk about stuff you haven't watched or seen. Right, so now it's my turn. Okay, go. I'm just going to say, Viva, we should see. And it's really good. Do you know what it's about? A drag queen. A what drag queen? A Spanish drag queen. No. Cuban, but it's like a coming of age story, which I thought was really, really cute. But it's dark. It's like super dark. Is it better than Crowns? Duh, because Crowns doesn't exist. <laughs> we have a movie we're bouncing around in our heads called Crayons yeah. about drag queens. Viva is probably playing nowhere in the cities that our listeners are in. If they unless is they live here. New York or Los Angeles. New York that those are the only two places it'll play. Isn't that right sad? I think that all the time. I mean, I used to try to go see all the Oscar movies in North Carolina. Yeah. And there's like literally one theater yeah, that's exactly. playing those kind yeah. of movies. And I'm talking like big Oscar movies. Right. Don't come there. Sideways, you remember that movie? Hated it. Yeah, it was just okay. But it, I wanted to see it so bad because it was going to get nominated for everything. It was only playing in one theater and they had like four screenings of it. That like... was it. But we went. <laughs> My mom was not happy. Um, Viva, coming of age story about a drag queen in Cuba who basically gets reintroduced to his father after like 18 years and has to deal with him and his opinions on his newfound life or his newfound aspirations in life. It was Beautiful. incredible. Oh my god! It's getting nominated for Oscars. Benicio del Toro produced it. Oh, so maybe isn't that weird? He's pretty great. So foreign, I think maybe it will get nominated. Is it considered a foreign film? Yeah, well, it's an Irish movie, Irish production, Irish director, Irish writer, but it's filmed in Cuba, and it's all in. Are Irish movies up for foreign Oscars? Yeah. Okay, it's I, be- I believe you. No, yeah. I mean it makes sense. I just never see Canada, Mexico. Can a Canadian film be considered best... No, it's foreign language. Best foreign language film. That's what I'm talking about. Canadians can't be nominated for best foreign language. They don't speak a I'm, foreign language. I'm talking about... what it's. it's oh, a, you're talking about Viva. Yes. No, I know. I was just... I'm sorry. I'm having a path in my head that we're obviously not on together. Um, okay. So this week, the song you can't get enough of is... Oh, that's is, it? Um, I have to find it, but what's yours? Mine is, first of all... If there's ever a song that's been created for me, this is it. What is it? Baby Baby. Oh. The 25th anniversary edition of the song by Amy Grant. Yeah. Featuring Tori Kelly. First of all, Amy Grant knew what's good and kept her mouth closed. Uh, other than the first 30 seconds and the last 30 seconds, yeah. it's just a Tori Kelly song. Oh, yeah. And I almost wish they had just released it as a Tori Kelly song. That would have been cool. But it is so good. It also just shows you good music 
if they put a beat to it, could come out today, and it would still be incredible. Amen. And Tori Kelly is, once again, the most underrated singer in the entire world, and I hope that she really has a hit and her career explodes. It was interesting hearing Reba on the talk the other day, which was silly, but she talked about how, you know, nowadays in in music, Mm -hmm. if you don't have a song that hits, that's it. it. And she said she had six CDs before she had her first number one. And I thought, you know, that is true. Really, nowadays, you don't. The exceptions, I would say, are Tori Kelly, Mm -hmm. who has yet to really have a hit, Mm -hmm. but is still promoted as so. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's the Hispanic girl's name? It's called me on Power Rangers. Becky G. She keeps having CDs and music. And I'm like, where is the money coming for this? Right. Where is she doing well that they continue to produce music for But she's on, like, Empire, and she's doing Power Rangers. And she has Disney and all that kind of nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I'm glad that people are sticking with Tori Kelly. I hope that she... And she's playing, like, stadiums. So I'm like, obviously, she has a crowd. It's just not on the radio. Somebody's rooting for her high up, I think. Yeah, love. Mine is All We Want Is Love by Anne Brune. tragic sad song but it's like hopeful which i like love so we'll see what happens love do we not have a question somebody submitted nobody submitted us a question this week we have a question segment if you want to hear us uh you can ask us anything about the weather about the sky any pop culture movies chicken wings you can email us at let's chat with curry at gmail.com that makes me sad a little bit i'm sorry and we uh, never mind. I'll talk about it later. Okay, um, so uh, 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 this week you are looking forward to Captain America. Oh yeah, that's on Friday. Are we going Thursday at midnight? Mm, Patrick has said nothing. I'm off on Friday. What's new? So we could. <laughs> okay, um, this week I'm looking forward to. Grace and Frankie, or is it Frankie and Grace? Grace and Frankie. Grace and Frankie season two. Mm. It has not been getting good reviews. That being said, I think it is one of the best shows on Netflix, easily. Season one. Well, I haven't seen season two. Right, so it's... So the first season I thought was incredible. Yeah. First of all, any excuse to watch Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda run around is worth it. Mm -hmm. I would say. And I'm excited for it. Also, I finished Kimmy Schmidt... 
and Tina Fey's completely unnecessary <laughs> in it. From I mean, literally the worst character in the entire thing. It is such like a shoehorn in a totally different direction that the show is not going. Yeah. It makes no sense. Also, if you if you've seen Sisters, it's basically the exact same character just written into a TV show. I'll pass. Okay. Um, and finally, your goober of the week. Who's yours? Um, mine are the daytime Emmys because they came on today and are not airing on TV for the first time ever. They're not airing anywhere. They last year they came on like HLN or like mm. uh, one of those random channels. Mm-hmm. They've gone. I mean, when I was little, the daytime Emmys came on like ABC. They had the red carpet. Yeah. It was like a real thing. Now it's not even on TV. That makes me very sad. And I know not a lot of people watch soap operas anymore, and that's the reason why, and or whatever. But still, it just is like a dig, I think. That's also, sad. Kelly and Michael won in the midst of all this craziness. They won the hosting Emmy. Wow. I know. Sorry, Wendy Williams. <laughs> I have a winner of the week. Okay. Justin Bieber for shaving his head. Oh. And he looks perfect all he over again. He kind of looks like he was 11. No. It was like a BB. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad the dreads are gone, though. Those dreads were bad. Oh, my gosh, yes. Like, it was it was cool that one day. Exactly. And then it's like, after that, it's like, ooh. You're dirty. This, this is weird. Yeah. Um, that's y- it. You know. That's, that's my it. That's my winner. There he is right there. Next to my, <laughs> next to my bed. Beeb. <laughs> Shirtless. <laughs> so that's our podcast for this week. If you want to hear us outside this podcast, you can find us on YouTube.com slash Pictures. Currently featuring our lemonade video. Yes. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry, on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez, on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at Yo Adrian J. Gomez. And if you want to email us, like I said, you can email us at Let's Chat with Curry at gmail.com. Where are you pointing? I don't know. I just always do that. <sighs> I, I quit. Ugh. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Everybody have a great week. Bye. Bye.